Ladies and gentlemen, I am Tony Chimmel, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. Please welcome your hosts, Mac Davis and WWE Hall of Famer, Kenny Long. Holler! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Road Trip After Hours. I'm your host, Mac Davis, along with my tag team partner. He is a WWE Hall of Famer. Holla, holla, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Hey, what's going on there, Mac? Uh, great to be back with you and getting ready to do another outstanding show. And I was thinking about this before we uh, came on the air here. Uh, Uh-oh, we you were to... thinking? Yes, I was oh. thinking. Oh, God, so we're in I... trouble. <laughs> So, so I was thinking about this. So I said, I got to get Mac another name. You know, we got to give him a handle. So back, you know, in the, you know, back in the day, in the hustling days, in my back in my old hustling days, while he made it to TV, uh, you know, I was out with the ladies. And so when you're with all the ladies, you know, you sometimes they call you the macaroni. So Mac, that's going to be your name. You're going to be Mac the Macaroni Davis. That's from now on. <laughs> that's exactly who he is. Mac the Macaroni. I actually, in uh, when I was much younger, there was several people who would call me macaroni all the time. Hey, macaroni! Well, well, now you, now you, now you see. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I, I like Mac Daddy better, but uh, yeah. No, no, you don't need to be nobody. You don't need to be nobody's daddy. Just no, 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 no. I, I, I don't need. No, I don't. No, no. You're right. <laughs> hey, Teddy. Uh, let me ask you, uh, fantasy booking wise. With the bloodline story, if somebody were to come to you and say, hey, add some mm into this story, add something that we're missing, what do you think needs to be added to that mix? I think they need to add Rikishi to that mix because Rikishi is the real father. This is, yep. they, they ain't got to make up nothing. This is the, this is the, a shoot, uh, you know, because anybody that can straighten out their kids would be their dad. So right now, they're, 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 their kids are in turmoil. They just don't know what they want to do, you know? And so it's a crisis there. So I think right now with Rikishi to step in and, you know, with some law and order, I, I think that would be really good. You think he'd stick his butt in his own kid's face? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any stories of Rikishi? I mean, I know you, you guys were, you know, on the road quite a bit together, uh, you know, out there among everybody else. But uh, Rikishi was one of those. Every time I've met him at these uh, wrestling conventions, he's always kind of a character. You can tell that he likes to screw with people. Maybe he enjoys a good time. Am I right? Yeah, he, he's a great guy, man, and uh, he's a river, too. Now, he reminds you a lot of uh, Owen Hart, God rest his soul. Uh, Owen was a river, too, you know, put a lot of ribs on guy. But Rikishi will do that, too. But Rikishi, you know, what a sweet guy. You wouldn't want to be friends with a nicer guy. So, yeah, I traveled with him for a while. We rode together down the road and stuff, so we had a great time. So, you know, I love brother. You know, he's one of the original OGs. I think the last time we saw him was SummerSlam, maybe of last year when we were at a convention, and uh, he looked yeah. in good shape to me. He looked really in really good shape. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he, he, Rikishi still trains and does what he needs to do because, you know, he's still in the limelight. So as long as we're in the limelight, brother, you got to look good out here because you never know when you might get that call. That's true. Let me ask you something, Teddy. How far back with that family do you go? Oh, God, all the way back to the Wild Samoans. Uh, yeah. I knew uh, the Usos when they were little bitty babies. Uh, they were living there in Pensacola uh, with Rikishi, and I never forget, that's back when the old Eastern Airlines was out. You know, and I think they finally went out of business. But we had a guy 
that worked at Eastern Airlines, and he would always, you know, take care of us. And so he flew me and the Iron Sheik down to Rikishi's house one day for free and flew us back. Oh, so, cool. yeah, that's that's I, I go all the way back with them, man, way, way back. All right, folks, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes here. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, it's time for that time of the show that everybody loves. Ask Eddie. Hello, everybody. My name is Mac Davis, and I'm the host for Wrestling's Road Trip After Hours with WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Yeah, that guy, holla. He's not here right now, but he will be with me on Saturday, May 13th in St. Louis, Missouri for the big SICW Fan Fest. Let me tell you, this is 50 years of keeping the tradition alive in the St. Louis area, and you need to be a part of this big event. Listen to this lineup, Jerry Briscoe, Cowboy Bob Orton, Buff Bagwell, Baku, Jimmy Hart, JBL, The Nasty Boys, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Stan Hansen, Enzo, Victoria or Tara, JJ Dillon, Bushwhacker Luke, Earl Hebner, and many more. Make sure you have plans on Saturday, May 13th with us. Myself, Teddy Long, we'll be there live with our show, Road Trip After Hours, and we'll be there along with all the other legends, plus names I haven't mentioned yet. It's just getting that big that fast. You need to get tickets before they're all gone. Do that right now by simply going to SICW.org. Get your tickets now, and we'll see you Saturday, May 13th. to Road Trip After Hours. I'm Mac Davis, along with WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. And Back Teddy, here. it is yeah. that time to get into the listener mail. Are you ready? I am ready. 
Ready, Teddy! Here we go. Question number one. Marcus in Omaha asks, it's 2023, and you bring back Thuggin' and Buggin' Enterprises. Who was in your stable? Uh, certainly uh, one of the original would be uh, Rodney Mack. Yes. And uh, I don't know about Mark Henry. I don't know whether he's interested in working anymore. He may be just simply retired, but I'd bring back the original guys, Mark Henry and Rodney Mack. Do you think that that stable would have a place in today's uh, uh, wrestling world? Well, I think so, because see, here are two guys that are experienced in this business. You know what I mean? So they know, you know, what to do and what not to do. And that's what I think is missing in a lot of our, in a lot of the shows I see now. A lot of guys ain't got that experience and they don't know how to carry themselves in the ring. But uh, you got two guys that's been around a long time. You know, they understand the wrestling business very well and they know how to get themselves over let me ask you, do you think that uh, storylines like that are harder to pull off today than they were back when you actually had the original thugging and bugging? Because, you know, back when you were on TV, you could say things to really get to the edge. I mean, you could get right on that line and dance on it. Nowadays, it's hard to even get to that line without people finding fault for everything you do. So does that type of thing still work today? Well, yeah, it, it still works today. You know, you can't worry about some of the people. As long as you right. know what you said, it was, was there was nothing wrong with it. You didn't offend anybody. You didn't hurt anybody's feelings. It's, you know, when you're watching this, it's like watching a movie. When you go to the theater and watch a movie and they do something in the movie that you don't like, what you do do? You call up Warner Brothers or MGM and say, hey, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, so that's what I'm yep. saying. So you have to get over some of the people. Just make sure, and I'm sure that the, their office, you know, make sure that whatever goes out on the air live or taped or whatever, that it was approved to go out on live. So like I said, you can't worry about some of these people because I swear you will always have one. I, you know, to me, it's, it's kind of like what I see in comedy today. Comedy, even comedians are having a harder time with their shows because they got to be careful about what they say. That takes away from the reality. I've always seen wrestling as being a, a, a really a mirror of what society is really like at the time. And I don't yeah. see that in wrestling all that much anymore. It's not well, as quite as you know brittle and what, gritty. Um, since you're speaking on that, you know, uh, uh, it also depends on, you know, what network you're on. You know, if you get on HBO sure. or some network, you know, where you can speak freely, it's a different thing. Sure. Now, the other night I was watching uh, Reels. I look at that because I look at On Patrol Live. I like watching that. Well, right after that goes off, the MLW people, the, sh the company that's out there in Maryland, yep. they're on the real TV now. They're on there. And now they have they must have full ring, too, because they're cussing saying just unbelievable stuff. I mean, I I understand you can do that, but you got to always remember, you know, you got a family there that's got their kids there regardless whether you whether you got free ring or not. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you get on like the reels where you can cuss and do whatever you want to do, then maybe that might work for you. But I just don't think you need to do all that to get no heat. That's that's just 
And this ain't my thing. If you're a natural and you've been in this business a while, you know how to you you know how to work. Then you'll know how to get heat without all that cussing. Yep. All right. Let's see. Crystal from Orlando wants to know what was it like? Marshall, is it? Huh? That's not Crystal Marshall, my ex-wife, is it? Uh, no, and actually, we have a question about her later, so we'll <laughs> hang on, guys. We're going to ask about his ex-wife, um, but this is a different Crystal from Orlando. Crystal from Orlando, okay. I think so. Uh, she wants to know, what was it like working with Eric Bischoff in WWE? Oh, it was all right. I had a great time with Bischoff. Uh, in fact, you know, he gave me, you know, an opportunity there, too, you know, so uh, it was great working with him. I didn't have any problem with Eric at all. And like I said, Eric has always been a good friend. I see him on the road right now, and he'll always come up to me. I'll always go up to, go up to him. I mean, we were real close, man. I was with Eric when Eric first broke in before yep. WCW even gave him that title. I was back there with Eric, and we was cutting promos for the Canadian for Canada and different stuff. We we would have to stay in TVS studios to 10 and 11 o'clock at night trying to, you know, cut promos. That's how go me and Eric go back. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I had a great time with Eric. Uh, let's see. We have Timmy in New Mexico who asked, here we go. Did Bobby Lashley get jealous over you and Crystal at the wedding and for the kissing uh, scenes that y'all had to do? Well, I know he never did, <laughs> he never did say nothing to me about it. I'm pretty sure, you know, with Bobby Guy Lee, I don't know it's a work. My God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well, I don't know. You know, some guys still, you know, they, they know things are working, they still take it the wrong way, so it's just hard. But no, I he never said anything to me about it. I think she got a little heat with the office because one time when we were doing that, she had Bobby to come over to the raw TV to meet her and to leave. So they didn't try to, you know, kayfabe or do nothing, you know? And and I said oh, to her, I said, oh, you know, yeah. we're, doing this, we're doing this thing on TV. I, I'm supposed to be getting married to you. I don't think it's a good idea for you. You know, why don't y'all just wait and, you know, you know, try and leave not together. Maybe you drive off or something. You know, that's the way I've oh, always yeah. learned to protect, to, to protect, you know, my story. So, um, like I said, he never said anything to me. So I don't, I have no idea. Yeah, you know, you talk about protecting a story, uh, and this is just an independent memory, but I was doing a, a, a program with somebody in independent wrestling that went over a period of one year, the storyline did, and it got to the point where the fans knew that if we were in the same building, there was going to be a, a problem. You know, we were going to butt heads somewhere. Well, after a show one night, because I'm old school and I was brought up that way, I'm sitting inside a huddle house with my uh, tag team partner, and the guy that I was having this program with walks in. He had no idea I was there. Mm-hmm. We actually had to play it off. I got up. We had words. I paid for my bill and told him I'd see him next month. And all the fans, because there were a bunch of fans in there. And they're all like, oh, crap. But that's the kind of stuff, you know, that's, we, that's we how still you, need to do. That's what you're supposed to do. That's yes. what you're supposed to do. I, I, you know, like I said, the, the, our business has certainly changed. And so that's really... You know, nothing you can do or say, uh, you just you can't let it get next to you because it ain't gonna come back. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's gonna move further into you know the the 20th century or whatever, man. But yeah. like I, I'm, I'm like you, man. That's I've always known to protect. You know what I'm doing. You know what I mean. You know, don't let the people believe the same as when they see me out there on the street as they did on the TV. Yes, yes, and, and I was I, I'm bad about that. Even to the point when I got into trying to do more of what we're doing now, it was hard for me to shake that character of what I was doing off because this is totally different than what I used to do. Uh, yeah. But but it's difficult to get rid of it. But you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Jack in New York writes, is it true? And I don't know anything about this, so you're going to have to tell me if there's a story here. Is it true <laughs> that viscera would eat Viagra like candy? <laughs> is that true? Uh, I wouldn't say he ate it like candy, but he did. He would he would eat some. Uh, so here, here's, the, here's the story about Vince. God rest his soul, man. You know, another great guy. Uh, I, you know, back that when Undertaker, and, you know, all of them took me to wrestling court about selling the, the Viagra. So anyway, <laughs> I was Vince's hookup, so I'd always sell Vince with a Viagra. So the first time I sold Vince with a Viagra, man, it did so many wonders for him. Till he told me, he said when he took the first one that he all of a sudden. Rufus, would you move, please? <laughs> Thank you. He told me, he said, when he took the first one, said he had to look down at his private parts, and he looked at it, and he said, who's, who's, who, 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 who's private part is this? This can't be me. <laughs> so, so sometimes doing TV, you know, he would eat one and not have no girl in that round, but I guess, you know, he just, you know, I don't know. but but that He just is, wanted to keep it on display. That's it. Yeah, he wanted to keep on asking, Who, who's this? Does this belong to me? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what that question was. I was like, I can't wait to hear this story. Yeah, right. that's true. Here we go. Sandy in Tennessee has a name association game for you, which means I'm going to give you a name and you give me whatever comes to mind. You ready? Okay. Earl Hebner. Referee. Tommy Young. Referee. Any stories about Tommy or uh, Earl? No, I, Earl was always great. Uh, when I first broke in, I broke in, you know, working with Earl. And me and Earl used to travel and, you know, we didn't make much money. And we used to uh, get a loaf of bread and $2 worth of bologna. And that's how we hit the road to so make sandwiches. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, back then, uh, I think the cheapest stuff we used to get was the South meat. Oh, my God. It sounds just, bad. Oh, I can't even believe that I ate that. I, I think I seen some of it, you know. And I'm like, man, did I eat that? God mm -hmm. Almighty! But uh, but that's how it was, you know. But Earl, you know, I learned a lot from him. He was always there, you know, to help me in any way that he could. So great guy. And we're gonna get a chance to see Earl, you know, uh, on May the 13th out there in uh, St. Louis. He's gonna be out there and be a part of that big event. I can't wait. Uh, I've actually had the pleasure of uh, doing interviews with him on a couple of occasions, and he's always fun to interview because he's he's like you and me. He's just real. He, he's going to talk to you. Just I mean, he does. There's nothing fake about Earl. Earl's Earl, and uh, yeah, it, it makes him fun terrible. to be with. So yeah. All right. Let's see. Here's another name association. Any stories or anything you want to share? Medusa. Uh, just a nice girl, you know, every time I see her, she speaks, uh, nothing to share because I don't really know her that well, yeah. and I've never hung out with her or anything. It's just, I've seen her on occasions, and we always spoke, and that was it. And she looks like a legit badass, too. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'd, I'd be afraid to meet her in a dark uh, alleyway because she really, she comes across with things that she does on other programs and things and yeah. monster trucks and stuff, and she just looks like a badass. Well, Let's she's see. a real, she's yep. a real deal. And they're speaking of real deal. The other name they have on here for you is China. Uh, she was always nice. I didn't, you know, hang out much, you know, with her either. But we just always spoke. We'd run across each other in the gym and stuff. I'd be in the gym. Uh, I'd end up in some gym that she was working out in. But uh, she was always nice. You know, never had no problem with her. You know, and me at all. 
All right. How about uh, Rikishi? We were talking about him a while ago, so we don't really need to add much more in there unless you know something else. But <laughs> well, no, uh, just uh, you know, like we said, man, one of the nicest guys you, you could ever meet, and a guy you know certainly want to ride with him. Back in the day that I rode with him, so that's not only did I have a great time with the ride, but you get knowledge. You know, so just don't ride just to ride. You ride to get knowledge. I oh God, that. yes. And I learned that when I first broke in under Kevin Sullivan and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. I rode and I got a lot of knowledge. Yeah, that's something that uh, I enjoy when we're in the car. When I, because I'll ask you, and I know you hate it. You know, I'm asking you stories, but I'm just, try, I'm just trying to soak up everything I can because nobody else is going to pass on that information because there's no one that's got that information in their head. You know what I mean? There's not many right. of us older guys around. Uh, and I don't mean to say that we're old and we're going to die tomorrow, but the fact is that it's the older generation that still has that old school knowledge that I well, love so much. Well, here's what you got to understand. You know, when you say the word old, everybody's going to get old. Yep. That, they can't stop that. You know, everybody's going to get old. It's, it's, it's according to what you do with your old age. It's according to how you carry yourself. If you're just going to sit around and move around like, well, I'm just old and tired, then that's how you're going to be. Yep. Okay, but yep. if you get up and stay motivated and you be just as motivated now as you were when you were 20 years old, you don't even think about that. All you're going to think about is trying to keep feeling the same way that you're feeling. That's what I do. I feel absolutely great. In fact, I'm in better shape now than I was when I was 20 years old. Hey, look, so, I've seen uh, some old video of you that, uh, you know, it's hard to believe how much weight you actually had on you at one time and where you are now, because I, I have to agree. I think you're probably in the best health I think I've ever seen you in in the wrestling business. Yeah, well, back then, in the day, I was 250 pounds, okay? I'm, yeah, yeah, I was just, got a lot, because I was having a great time, though. You know, alcohol, the drug, everything, yeah. A to Z. Yep. So, you know, I got everything in my body that's going to put on weight, but I ain't putting nothing in there that's going to take off the weight. So, but I didn't understand. I didn't, I didn't know. I'm just having a good time. So, God bless me to live long enough to understand what it means to get the weight off, to keep yourself in good yep. shape, and to see about your health. A lot of people, as of this day, don't really know what to do with themselves as far as to get healthy, so they don't have no motivation. You know, they're like, well, I don't know what to do. Or if they do know what to do, they'll make an excuse. Well, I, I ain't going to go up there today, but I tell you what, I'm going to get up tomorrow and yep. then you go. Yeah, and, and that never comes. <laughs> nope. So, you know, just quit making up excuses and quit lying to yourself because all this, and it ain't nobody but you. And until you realize that you want to do something for you, then that's when it will happen. And if you don't ever realize it, then it ain't going to ever happen. It's just that simple. Mm. Like drug addicts, you don't need no rehab. Well, I, I take that back. Some people may need rehab. When I was on drugs, I, I, you know, I, and I'll put this in the book, and I ain't going to tell it what it was, but I stopped that on my own. Didn't, I didn't go to no rehab. I didn't go to nothing. I just made up in my mind. It's like this. If this is cocaine or whatever, if I don't put it in my nose, it never gets there. So it's me. So it's you, the individual. You are the worst. You do the worst harm to yourself. Nobody can do it but you. So just get in touch with yourself. That's all you got to do. Yeah, it's funny because, uh, you know, it, for me, when we're born, we have one job. One job when we're born. Survive. That's it. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Survive. That's yes. it. And your yeah. entire life, until you die, you'll be trying to survive. Right, and anytime, like I said, I got people come up to me now, and I tell them my age, they look at me, oh, come on, stop it, you know, no, no, come on, you know, and so, but that, that's a great compliment, to be able to tell the truth, and people don't believe you, Yep. 
I agree. <laughs> Let me give you one more name and we'll get out of here because I know we're kind of running long here. Uh, the last name is somebody. Well, that's, the that, name, that's the name. That's who I am, Teddy Long. <laughs> <laughs> here you go. This is one legitimate badass from your time back in WCW, Haku. Oh, yes, sir. You, you're right. He's a legitimate badass, but uh, him and I were real good friends, man. I, I love him to death. I remember one time we, <laughs> me and him, we was in Baltimore, Maryland, and uh, I, I forget what it was, but it was somewhere everybody had to do a run-in at the end, and I think it was like the Jim Crockett Cup. I believe that might have been what it was or something, but anyway... I come down, you know, and uh, no, I think Haku was in front of me, so he was already running. So here I come, I come down, and I get right beside him, and I look at him. I'm like, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he, that, he just busts out laughing. Cause he talks about that all the time, man. He, he said, you remember you come by me, you tell me, run. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he'll be in St. Louis as well with Teddy and I yes. on Saturday, yes. May 13th. For SICW Fan Fest, if you want to know more, and I'm telling you, there are a lot of fan. I mean, a lot of people who are going to be on that card of guests for that particular weekend. I don't have it in front of me. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to put the commercial in the middle so you'll know everything about it. I only have to tell you about it. But SICW.org is where you get your tickets. And the other thing too, I want we want to let our, let, let let the fans know too that you need to subscribe right now if you haven't yes. subscribed because we're going to be giving you all the lowdown. What's going to be happening there on May the 12th in St. Louis? We're going to be coming to you live right there. We probably, we may be and we may not. We don't know, but we'll let you know. But we may be doing the podcast uh, after hours. Uh, we may be doing that live in St. Louis. We'll give you further, you know, information on that. Right. But subscribe. That's what you need to do because we're going to keep you right up to date. Especially if we're coming live, then you can follow it right there, you know, and you don't have to worry about whether you, you need a ticket to be there. So please subscribe. Thank you. That's it, guys. We're out of time. And, uh, Teddy, if there's nothing else uh, that we need to talk about, then I'm Mac Davis. And that is Teddy Long. And this has been Road Trip After Hours. Uh, no, that's Mac Macaroni Davis. And I'm Teddy Long. Holla! Holla!